This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Jesus Christ has called us to be salt and light to this world. But what does that mean? Join us for the first message in our new sermon series, Distinct, with the message entitled, You Matter, as we discover what it means to be set apart in this world for God's kingdom. Did you know that your life can make a positive, eternal impact on someone else? You can. Stay with us and find out more. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's pray. Gracious God, we approach your throne of grace this day humbled by your grace and mercy. You've given us the gift of life, and in your mercy you gave us your Son, who provides us with eternal life. And you gave your Spirit to enlighten us and sustain us through the gospel. May our worship this day be pleasing to you, O God, our Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer. Amen. We are beginning a new sermon series this week called Distinct, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 5. Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It's no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Dear friends, as we begin this new sermon series from Matthew chapter 5, entitled Distinct, the first thing I want to have you understand and act upon is this truth. In the whole scheme of things, you matter. You really do. First of all, I can say that because I know that you are died for. While you were lost in your sin, Christ died for you to pay for your sin and bring you into a relationship with God as you place your trust in what that Savior did for you. I've heard it said, if you were the only person living in this world, Christ died for you. You matter. Now, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you matter because you have been given a new status. Scripture tells us you are holy, which means set apart for God's good purposes. To actively engage and influence others in your sphere of influence for the kingdom of God. God has big plans for your life. That's what Jesus tells us today in this reading we looked at earlier talked of the importance of living in close proximity to one's culture, to actually engage it as he did, as salt and light, 
We're not to hide away like spiritual hermits, but impact the culture for good, for the cause of God. To make this point, Jesus chose two metaphors of everyday objects that you'll find in any home and in any culture, salt and light. First, he said, you are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, it's not good for anything. Well, first of all, you should know that salt was considered to be a valuable commodity in those days. Soldiers were actually paid their wages in salt. Thus, we get the saying, he was worth his salt. It was also used in sacrifices in worship. So first off, he's saying, you're valuable and you matter to God and to the world. Now, I'd like to have you think with me about what are the qualities of salt? What can it actually do? Well, as you probably know, salt makes things taste good as a spice. Jesus perhaps is saying, you have the ability to spice life up for those around you with whom you have contact. We also know that salt creates thirst. You've heard the old adage, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Yes, you can. Someone once told me, just give him some salt and he will drink. You have the ability to create a thirst in people for a relationship with God. The water of life, Jesus. And salt has a preserving quality. Back in those days when there was no refrigeration, in order to keep meat from rotting, salt was used to preserve the meat. He says, you have the ability to keep this world from deteriorating. What Jesus, in essence, is saying is the world is a bland, deteriorating place that needs you to be salt in it. He also then goes on to say, and you are the light of the world. A city on a hill can't be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all those in the house. Again, Light is valuable. It keeps us from stumbling in the darkness. If you've ever been stuck in a dark place, you know how much you value light when you step out into it. What are the qualities of light? Well, again, light reveals, light enlightens, guides, illuminates, clarifies things. It's like the light bulb goes on, we talk about in our minds. It's unique, it's observable, and it's powerful as it penetrates the darkness. Jesus seems to be describing the world as a dark place that needs you to be its light. It's interesting that the one who said, I am the light of the world, now turns around and says to us who are his followers, you are the light of the world. We are to reflect his light into the lives of those around us. That's what he's saying. Let your light shine before others, he says, so that they see the good deeds, the good things you do, the things that are consistent with what Jesus would do, and wind up giving praise to your heavenly Father. Now, let me clarify something here. 
Of course, we speak up for Jesus publicly. In Mark 8, for instance, Jesus did say, Anyone who's ashamed of me and doesn't speak up for me, I'll be ashamed of them when they stand before the Father. But we must remember, people can stop listening, as they sometimes do, but they don't stop watching. And what Jesus seems to be saying here is, he's counting on you and me to demonstrate the love of Jesus Christ in practical and tangible ways, in acts of compassion in the lives of those that live close by us. A while back I read a book by a great evangelical author, John Stott, and there are four truths that Jesus is teaching us, Stott says, as he calls us to be salt and light in the world. Number one, Christ's followers are radically different, distinct from non-Christians, or we ought to be. Light is different to darkness, and salt is opposed to blandness and decay. And Jesus is implying that the world is dark and in need of light. It's rotten and decaying, and it needs salt to keep it from absolute destruction. He had just given them a description of salty and light-giving followers in the Beatitudes, or as I call them, the be-different attitudes, to be humble, aware of our need for forgiveness, meek, controlled, be a peacemaker, be righteous, merciful, willing to be persecuted for Jesus. And we're going to look at those in next week's message. But for now, what Jesus is saying is he wants us to understand that his followers are to be different from the prevailing culture around us. We are to be people who live above the norm. Second, Christ's followers are to permeate, infiltrate non-Christian society. Salt and light are only good if they engage their surroundings. Salt left in the shaker is worthless, and light that's covered up is of no use to anyone. We are to touch lives around us with Christ's love and compassion through our words and our actions at work, school, where we live, on our team, in our home, in our neighborhood, in our communities. Three, Christ's followers can influence and change non-Christian society. You can make a difference, Jesus is saying with these images. Salt and light are effective. Salt does preserve and makes things taste better. And light does overcome darkness. And so can you in your own sphere of influence. You can do it one person at a time. And as we change people... That's how society gets changed. Now, I know we cannot bring about perfection in this world. There will be no utopia. I know that. 
until Jesus returns in power and majesty, but we can improve the lives of those around us in Christ's name and connect them to the one who gives life, Jesus Christ. We can serve as examples of righteousness and love. We can pray for people around us and for situations in this world. We can talk about Jesus and the difference he's made in our lives and awaken people to what a wonderful Savior he is. Fourth and finally, Jesus tells us that his followers must retain their Christian distinctiveness. We are not to blend in like chameleons who change their colors to match their environment. We are called to be courageous people, courageously standing out in the crowd, living out Jesus' values, Jesus' standards, Jesus' love, committed to doing things God's way instead of following the ways of the world. We are to be people that never, ever compromise the gospel. N.T. Wright, great Bible scholar, asks this question and then answers it. Why then are Christians placed in this world? They are to benefit the world. And we benefit the world only when we live as salt and light. If the people of the world fornicate and we fornicate, what's the difference? If they lie and we lie, what is the difference? When they don't love their spouses and we don't love our spouses, what is the difference? We cannot benefit the world if we are like the world. We are to have a greater righteousness, a heart that loves God and aims to please Him. We are to have a wider love, even our enemies and those we are uncomfortable with. We are to have a nobler ambition to see God's rule and righteousness his will done in this world. The gospel, you see, has transforming power, and Christ has commissioned us, you and me, to be effective salt and light where God has placed us, in our own personal networks, our own little spheres of influence, to use our abilities and our resources to make a difference in our community and world. That's what he's getting after here. I was arrested the other day. Don't worry. I was arrested by a question I heard. And the question goes like this. If you were arrested for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? Good question, isn't it? Oh, follower of Jesus Christ, let me ask you something. What beautiful thing have you done in the name of Jesus Christ lately. Because we are called as his people to go do something beautiful in his name as salt and life and light, making this world a better place and establishing his kingdom. I leave you with a personal challenge. 
And the challenge is this, to embrace Christ's agenda for your life in the sphere of your influence, to be distinctive for Christ. American Christianity has not always been good about engaging our world. It's easy to drift and create our own little Christian ghetto and let our faith be primarily about us. For instance, if you peruse Christian bookstores, our best-selling Christian books are consistently books on how to enhance our relationship with Jesus, how to solve our family problems and money woes, how to study the Bible and glean deeper truths, how to get God to answer our prayers. I don't see too many about how to be salt and light. But Jesus Christ is calling us to be salt and light in our world, to get beyond ourselves and our sanctuaries and intentionally connect with people in our proximities on Christ's behalf, to do something beautiful in other people's lives in the name of Jesus Christ. That is our purpose in Jesus Christ, to be influencers. Let me quote from the end of Kenneth Latour's seven-volume history of the expansion of Christianity. Referring to Jesus, he says, No life ever lived on this planet has been so influential in the affairs of men as that of Christ. From that brief life and its apparent frustration has flowed a more powerful force for the triumphal waging of man's long battle than any other ever known by the human race. Through it... Millions of people have had their inner conflicts resolved. Through it, hundreds of millions have been lifted from illiteracy and ignorance and have been placed upon the road of growing intellectual freedom and control over the physical environment. It has done more to allay the physical ills of disease and famine than any other impulse, and it has emancipated millions from slavery and millions of others from thraldom to vice. It has protected tens of millions from exploitation by their fellows, and it has been the most fruitful source of movement to lessen the horrors of war and to put the relations of men and nations on the basis of justice and peace. End of quote. This is the influence of Jesus through his followers in society. That's our history. Don't underestimate the power and the influence that even a small minority can exert in the community, that even one can have in the community. You see, you really do matter right where you are. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, thanks for touching our lives with the light and love of Jesus Christ. May we reflect that light into the lives of those around us. Help us dare to be different and distinct in this confused world of ours, that others might be drawn into a personal relationship with Jesus. In his name we ask this. Amen. As you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way, behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over, and within you to give you his peace. Amen. You have been worshiping with the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message has encouraged you to not underestimate the power and influence you can make in your community. 
September is anniversary month for Christian Crusaders. Our first broadcast was aired 80 years ago on September 6th in 1936, live from Trinity Lutheran Church in Waterloo, Iowa, on WMT Radio. We now broadcast on 30 radio stations in 12 states across our nation, shortwave in Europe, and on the Internet, making us the seventh oldest continuous Sunday radio ministry in the United States. We are grateful to you, our listeners, for making this ministry possible with your financial support and prayers. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit, listener-supported radio ministry. In order for us to better know our listening audience, we invite your response to the program. If this program has touched your life in some way, please write or call us at Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613. You can also email us at cc at naz.org. That's cc at naz.org. Our toll-free number is 1-888-693-2484. And be sure to check out our website at christiancrusaders.org. We are happy you chose to worship with us today, and we invite you to join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Rev. Steve Kramer, Senior Pastor of Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Afton, Minnesota, and radio speaker on Christian Crusaders, now in its 81st year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting.